Hey everybody, I'm Mary. And I'm Shelly. And this is episode five of LDL Letters. The Latter-day Lesbian Midweek Mail Podcast. That's a bit of a tongue twister. <laughs> Sometimes. You want to shorten that up or are we good? No, I like it. Okay. I like it. Stick Plus, with it. the beginning part uh, really lines up with letters okay. really well. All right. Well, so I kind of wanted to stick with it. Let's stick Seems with it. Seems to be working, <laughs> if I remember how to do it correctly. Because mm-hmm. it's a slightly different open than the uh, our regular gotcha. podcast. I wonder if anyone listens to just the letters or just our regular podcast and doesn't go back and forth. Oh, I'm curious. Huh. I don't know. It's a good question. Are you more of a letters connoisseur? Are you or? a letters listener? <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. We may never know the answer. No. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so should we dive into a letter? Do it, baby. What do we have? This one's kind of funny, I think. Ooh, fun. Well, at least it starts out that way. Oh, okay. I didn't read the whole thing because I wanted to be surprised. <laughs> okay, let's do this. <laughs> let's just do it. Uh, this is from Abigail. She writes, Hey, y'all. I like it already. Hi, Abigail. <laughs> I'm just another exmo gay girl trying to figure out what the fuck is going on around here. Yeah. <laughs> Dropping the F-bombs mm-hmm. right away. I like it. Mm-hmm. I've got double the trouble, ladies. Uh-oh. <laughs> I met my super Mormon girlfriend in church. Oh. She was the hot blonde choir director in a tight red dress from my new ward. Jesus. <laughs> I never had that in my wards. <laughs> yeah, I didn't either, clearly. I wasn't <sighs> in a ward. Oof. So there you go. Mm-hmm. I was certainly going to join the choir. Yes, you were. Mm -hmm. Imagine singing the Spirit of God while trying not to stare at the director's ass and (laughs) out myself. (laughs) (laughs) I fell head over heels for her and still melt every time she walks into the room. That's real sweet. First, a little background, though. I started going to church with my high school girlfriend when I was 16 during a rebellious stage. What the fuck was I thinking? That was when- funny rebelling and going to church. <laughs> I know. Well, no, but she had a she had a high school girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was her rebellious stage. Oh. But she was still going to church. So when she says, what the fuck was I thinking, uh-huh. I wonder if she means, what was I thinking having a girlfriend and being rebellious? Or what was I thinking going to fucking church? Yeah. Or maybe she was thinking, what the fuck am I doing going to church with my girlfriend? <laughs> maybe. Thinking oh. that somehow that's going to be accepted. Yeah, there's so many ways to interpret this. Okay. We both tried to, quote, pray the gay away. I mean, mm-hmm. who hasn't tried to do that? I don't know. Have you tried to do that, Shelly? It doesn't work. <laughs> Did you try it? No. No, you just, ex- by the time you figured it out, you just I was already out of the church it. and yeah. I wasn't upset that I was gay. Oh, I tried to pray the gateway. Well, you, for yeah, years. of course. Yep. Sorry, mm-hmm. baby. D- it, you're right. It didn't work. I'm glad. Look at me. I know. Mm-hmm. Just look just at you. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> I might not wear a tight red dress, but just look at me. <laughs> oh, I, I just look at you quite frequently. <laughs> oh, you're sweet. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go make out? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. After this. All right. Okay, back to the letter. Abigail says, after many inappropriate and sexually explicit worthiness interviews, that's always fun, that my parents had no idea about, oh, wow, mm. I was baptized at 18 and supposedly cured of my gayness. Because mm-hmm, it works that way. Yeah, it sure does. Yeah. I was the perfect convert. I attended institute religiously in college. I married a returned missionary at 21 Oof. and eventually had four kids. Of course you did. Mm-hmm. What does she mean by attended institute? Institute is like uh, 
So seminary in the Mormon church is for the high school age students. Okay. And then institute is basically seminary in college. Oh, okay. Oh, you know what? I think you were trying to remember what it was called one time. It's called institute. It's called institute. Mm -hmm. Okay. Before my marriage in the temple, I was asked about masturbation, as you are, right? As it happens. Mm -hmm. Of course, the creepy stake president asked for the intimate details, including how often it led to orgasm. Oh, my God. You know, people. we should be able to find these creepy-ass stake presidents and... I don't know, do something. Because, tase, tase their genitals, Tase maybe? their genitals, because okay. why, why they would think for one second that that's okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. God. He shook his head the whole time and told me, quote, sexual sin was next to murder, sister. Mm. Wow. Fuck off, bro. Yeah. Then handed me the book, Miracle of Forgiveness, oh. and told me to study it. We're going to break that out. Yeah. So, I mean, we keep talking about it, but we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Of course, he took my temple recommend from me as well. Mm Because you masturbate. Yep, that's right. I wonder why he wanted to know if it led to orgasm. What a jerk. What a creepy asshole. Seriously. You know, no. Does that make a difference? It uh, it did for me when I was, you know, a horny teenager because I remember messing around with boys. I, I didn't masturbate when I was a teen. Um, but I remember messing around with boys. But in my mind, as long as I didn't have an orgasm, like I hadn't, I didn't have to repent of it. I, didn't, I hadn't crossed a line. Really? Yeah. But do you think that the stake presidents and bishops and stuff look at it differently? Well, I don't know. I don't know where I got that idea either. I mean, yeah. There must be something kind of going around the Mormon block that that's 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 when you know you've crossed the line. And so wow. I remember messing around with boys and then you know being young and inexperienced with sex. Like all of a sudden you're having an orgasm and then I'm being like, oh damn it! Like, yeah. So. Crap, now I got to go talk to my bishop. Oh, man. Stupid, huh? Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah. I'm sorry. You shouldn't have to feel guilt over that stuff. No. Aw. After that, he gave me a hug and told me he loved me. God, that's Ew, so weird. she says. Ew. I know, it's gross. Imagine the look on my fiance's face when I came out of the office with red tear-stained cheeks. My wedding was ruined. Oh, because she masturbated, right? Yeah, she, he took the temple recommend. Oh, right. Uh-huh. They couldn't get married in the temple. Yep. Oh, my God. That, and that, by the way, is so embarrassing. It's not a small thing. Yeah, I can't believe he takes her temple recommend, ruins her wedding, mm-hmm. ruins her future salvation, and then hugs her and tells her he loves her? Ooh. How do you figure, dude? God, what a fuck. After, what a fuck. After asking her really inappropriate sexual questions? Mm-hmm. Huh, I'm really feeling the love from this guy. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. It feels totally normal. Wow. My parents, who are not members, had to be told that the money they had already spent on wedding plans was lost because I was found to be unworthy. Mm-hmm. Ah, this is so, so irritating. Bad. So bad. They were pissed. I was distraught. I actually became suicidal at one point after reading The Miracle of Forgiveness twice. Yep. Oh, God. That book is a big, hairy piece of shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And she writes, that damn godly sorrow. And you have talked about this, Shelley. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? There's some scripture stories, and I'd have to like dig in again. It's been a while since I've been in the Book of Mormon, thank God. Um, it talks about not being able to be forgiven until you have experienced godly so- sorrow, which is like yeah. weeping and wailing and feeling so like worthless, and you'd rather be dead. And Is this horrible. from the Book of Mormon or the Miracle of Forgiveness? Because she's talking about reading the Miracle of Forgiveness. Uh, the Book of Mormon, but... Clearly, he's referencing. He's referencing, it, yeah, of course. I spent the next few years trying to repent and drowning in sadness. Oh, poor thing. 
My husband also struggled with guilt regarding sexual sin and felt so guilty for masturbation, even though I didn't particularly care if he did it or not. Mm -hmm. Our marriage was so, so sad. The church brainwashed us into this guilt-ridden misery. Yep. God, they sound doomed from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Of course, my being gay the whole time did not help things. That is true. That that makes things challenging. It does. I began cheating on my husband with the choir director from church after 10 years of marriage. I felt like dirt, but also strangely fulfilled with my new side relationship. I was finally admitting to myself that I couldn't pray the gay away. My ex-husband and I are now happily divorced for two years and still very good friends. Well, that's good. That's awesome. It sort of is ending better. We have both left the church. Good. It's getting better. That's why it's better, because they both left. Yeah. And our children will never experience the sexual shaming within the LDS church. Hallelujah, honey. My girlfriend has also left her husband. But the divorce is rather nasty. I wonder if the husband has stayed in the church. Oh, that makes a difference, doesn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. Her relationship with him is very abusive and very church doctrine driven. There, well, there you, you go. go. Yep. Her dad is the stake president. Oh, fuck. Insert eye roll uh-huh, here. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> she continues to struggle with depression, guilt, and fear. It's so messed up. I am out with my family as they are very accepting mm-hmm. and of course not Mormon. Right. That makes a big difference. Yep. She is still very in the closet. And so our relationship is on the DL. No, that's unfortunate. We have been together four years now, and every day the church is involved is still a struggle. She has four children as well that still attend church with their grandparents. Her daughter has recently come out as bisexual to her mother. It might be genetic. You think? Maybe so. Mm Mm-hmm. She is attending girls' camp next week, and I am petrified for her. I can see why. Yeah. My girlfriend is in therapy and trying to overcome her situation, but she was raised in the faith, and it is such a struggle for her to disappoint her parents. Mm -hmm. She was taught regarding her feelings to switch it off like a light switch throughout her youth. Yep. I, on the other hand, feel freer than I have my whole adult life. Well, that's good. Yeah. No more shame and guilt. I have accepted who I am and have found true happiness in that. I am a hospice nurse, and I can tell you from watching people pass that there is a place that we go when we die, and it has nothing to do with the LDS church. Good. <laughs> yeah, right? Good. So why are they <laughs> trying to tell relief. us what we do and where we go? <laughs> I don't know, Fuck man. Them. <laughs> we don't have to attend the temple to be with our families in an afterlife. They come and gather us no matter our situation. Oh, that's That's beautiful. Comforting. Yeah. There are some weird Mormonisms that haven't been discussed yet. What about the three Nephites that live forever? Did you know about that, Mary? No, is this a foom pot? (laughs) (laughs) What else did she say? What about Bigfoot, a.k.a. (laughs) Cain? What do these things mean? (laughs) Miracle of Forgiveness Mormons believe in aliens, y'all. True story. (laughs) Read the King Follett sermon by J.S. J.S.? Joseph Smith. Oh, right, right, right. It's too good not to share. Mm -hmm. King Follett? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. The church will say that they no longer endorse the miracle of forgiveness written by a prophet. Really? They say that? Um, I mean, yes and no. They don't say that what he said was wrong. They, they just, just don't, don't hand, it, hand the book out anymore. Okay, right? okay. They're right. not like going back and apologizing for no, it. No, the church has never apologized for anything. Okay. Never said that something was wrong. 
gotcha. that a prophet They said. just don't really, they just kind of don't talk about no, it anymore. Under the carpet. Yep. Got it. But I still have a copy with the church's stamp on the back that leadership was handing out to sinners at one point. Mm-hmm. I keep it to remind myself to never go back. Yes. Amen. I found your podcast by accident, and I haven't stopped listening. Yay! I love these accidental findings. (laughs) I know. (laughs) We are actually somewhat close in proximity. (gasps) Where? I don't know. Maybe we will meet one day, and I can truly thank you for the laughs. Much love. Abigail. Abigail, where do you live? Yeah, write us back and let us know where you live. Maybe yeah. she did. We'll have to we'll have to double check our okay. um, our, okay. our, our archives. <laughs> check the archives. We'll get uh, the Diana. Diana, the case. Our ed, ed, what is it? Executive Chief, director. Executive Chief officer of organization. Organizational something because <laughs> we don't have it. She keeps our shit together. She sure does. Yeah. Wow, what a great letter from Abigail. Yeah, that and was tragically sad about how much shame she's gone through. Yeah. Um, from being told basically at, at the last minute almost, no, you can't get married in the temple because you masturbate, blowing the whole th- wedding up. Then she goes in and gets married and the four kids and miserable and her husband's guilt and she's gay the whole time. Like, God, what a fucking shit show. Yeah, that's horrible. That and, will damage you. And then the fact that she has to be on the DL because her girlfriend is still somewhat attached to all this stuff because her kids go to church. And it sounds like she could be out, but because her parents... Our stake presidents, mm-hmm. et cetera. The kids get dragged Kids in. are dragged to church. It, it doesn't sound, sound like she's going to get free of that stuff anytime Ugh. soon. That's a complicated situation. It's true. It's true. Yeah. But I mean, she's a parent. Can't she put her foot down and say, like, no, sorry, Grandpa, you're not taking my kids mm-hmm. to church? You can. Easier said than done, yeah. though. I remember um, I basically had to have my parents promise me that they would not take my kids to church when they came out to babysit them for a long weekend when Brent and I were going out of town for something. Because uh, they totally would have. They would have taken them. And I'm like, no, you're not taking them to Mormon church. Wow. You can take them to this non-denominational church if you want to go to a church, but mm-hmm. you don't take them to Mormon church. And yeah. they respected that. They did. They did. Yeah. I mean, they, of course, trashed this non-denominational church and tried to make the kids feel like, you know, the spirit's not here because it's not a Mormon church. But at least they didn't take them to Mormon church. And they don't do that now. Like, this is years ago. Yeah. So yeah. it's for sure improved. And I think that um, in Abigail's girlfriend's situation, that it might improve as well. But you never have the chance to see an improvement until you take that one big step by putting your foot down saying, I do not want them going to church. Yeah, you, know? you have to create boundaries. Yeah. You yeah. do. It's and, not easy, though. And no, it's Mm-mm. really hard. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, you have to reinforce them a lot. Yeah. Because, um, you know, people in this situation don't like the boundaries. Right. So they push against them. Yeah, Mormons are not good with um, boundaries. They're not good with keeping boundaries. Staying out of boundaries, whatever the fuck it's called. They like to cross lines is what I'm saying. And from the sounds of the letter, Abigail's girlfriend's husband, I don't know if it's husband or ex, I don't know, but he, it seems to me that he's still a churchgoer. So that would definitely cause a lot of problems. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Difficult situation. It is a difficult situation. Mm -hmm. We are pulling for you guys. Yep. Keep us posted. Yes, please do. You know, I think we might have time for one more short letter. Let's take a quick break and then we'll do that when we come back. Let's go make out. Okay. <laughs> we'll be back after mm-hmm. we make out. Mm-hmm. Be right back. And we're back. Mm, that was the best Nickmo session ever. Nickmo? <gasps> you don't know what that is. No. Oh my God, Foon Pod, write that down. <laughs> is that a Mormon audience, thing? Yes, audience is cracking up right now. Just remember Nickmo. Just remember Nickmo. Do you I think I'm going to remember that? Wait, let me put it on my phone. Yeah, put it in your phone. Do you have a Foon Pod list on your phone? I should. I have one actually. Okay, write Nickmo. How do you spell it? N C M O. NCMO. Does it stand for something? 
I'm not saying. <laughs> don't look it up. I'm not looking. I don't look them up, Shelly. <laughs> I'm not a cheater. Okay, Mary. Uh-huh. N-C-M-O. Yep. And are these all caps? Mm, sure. Are they not supposed to be? Doesn't matter. All right. Well, all right. while I'm doing this, why don't you get started on our second letter? Okay. I don't know why it's taking you this long to type in basically four letters, <laughs> um, but okay. I'm going to credit you for this one. <laughs> okay, good. All right. So this short letter we have here comes from Justin, one of our three male listeners. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. I'm just kidding. We have a lot. We, we love you boys. Mm-hmm. We really do. Okay. Hi, Justin. Hi, Justin. He says, out of curiosity, when you experienced your shelf break, was the internal sensation akin to a knee slipping out of place? I recently had a shelf break at the end of April this year when I had the horrifying realization that I had had what you called heart cell used on me so that I would believe in Christianity. I ended up sobbing on the way home after that realization. For some backstory, I'm a never Mormon raised in semi-liberal Christianity. I stopped going to church roughly three-fourths of the way through high school out of apathy. I went agnostic theist for a while until roughly 2014 when a close family member had a psychotic episode combined with clinical depression. I genuinely prayed and nothing came of it. Wow. Watching this family member go from fully functioning to non-functioning got me thinking about why a loving God, singular or plural, would allow such suffering. Do you have any tips for dealing with the occasional aftershocks where feelings of betrayal, et cetera, come up? Well, first of all, feeling like your knee is slipping out of place is real painful. I yeah. can imagine that is like, it. I mean, think about it. You wouldn't even be able to walk. It's like debilitating. And, it, and it's um, like an instant pain. Yeah. It's not something that slowly builds up to a pain. That's true. My shelf breaking was different. Um, mine was like a slow build of breaking, I guess. When like I, more and more stuff piling on it and then it cracking. And yeah. Then... I mean, I was already, I had already left the church and found out so many things after the fact. I can't imagine if I uncovered all the things that I uncovered it like in one day. Right. Jesus, I probably lost my shit. Um, I was already out. I was already thinking I don't want anything to do with this. I was already feeling relieved that about the things that I found out were not true. And so it wasn't, it wasn't this. It wasn't sudden. It wasn't sudden. And I, I'm sure that's got to hurt. And I'm, wow, I'm so sorry, Justin, that that was your experience. Well, it sounded like it just kind of hit him all at once, like a pile of bricks or something. Yeah. Like, holy crap, what yeah. am I doing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, read the end of his letter again. What's his question? Um, well, he talks about how he genuinely prayed for a close family member who had a psychotic episode and clinical depression, and he prayed for this family member, and the prayer was never answered. Mm. And he says, watching this family member go from fully functioning to non-functioning got me thinking about why a loving God would allow such right. suffering. Um, so for me, my huge anger at God moment, and I, I talk about this in one of our episodes, and I don't remember which one, um, but was when I was at like a religious conference, seminar kind of thing. It was sort of a break off from Mormonism. I remember this story, yeah. yeah. And a friend of mine, Candice, uh, was not at the conference, but the people at the conference knew her because she'd been at the previous concert, but she was home and she had a heart attack um, and was rushed to the ER. And we were just getting snippets of information from a friend of hers just via text. Yep. And so all of us at the conference got together and we prayed. And I mean, we were all in. We, I, I was actually the recipient of a blessing, like I was sitting in for Candace, and this was going to heal Candace. I mean, it all sounds wacky now, but then it seemed like like I was very caught up in it. Yeah, and it felt, and I felt like this was right. Like this, God was going to listen to this. Mm-hmm. I my faith in this is so strong now. I believe so much in this. Like 
Candace is going to pull through. She's yeah. young, healthy. She's going to pull through because of all of our efforts and our love and our prayers. And um, later on that night, I heard that she was starting to get better. People were, you know, being a little bit more optimistic. And then it was just a few hours later uh, that I got word that she had died. And I yeah. was pissed. And I had that mm-hmm. feeling of, you know what, God? Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Like, how dare you allow me to feel like this is truth and that this that, I, that that because of my faith you will save this friend and you're you're almighty and you're powerful powerful and you love and this this person who everyone adores so much and she's got a young husband and two little kids and i just knew in my heart that he would save her because god could do anything and he didn't right and i remember yelling in the hotel room and then yelling in the car later and I was yelling that, pleading, just give me some kind of comfort. Let me feel something, some knowledge of why, you know, why yeah. she had to die, why you couldn't save her. And it was just like a big black a hole big nothing. of emptiness. Well, I just remember reading miracles in the Bible and, you know, like Jesus would walk through a crowd and somebody would touch his mm-hmm. robe and be healed instantly. And I don't know, I just, I always had mixed emotions about reading that stuff, Mm -hmm. about miracles like that in the Bible and people being healed of blindness or leprosy, what have you. And I feel like, you know, they say if you just have the grain of a mustard seed, I guess, you can make miracles happen, move mountains. But it always kind of felt like it was arrogant. Sure. Because if you weren't getting the miracles, it's because you didn't have enough faith. And those who did manage to somehow... Have um, more faith than yeah, other people. Yeah, recover from cancer. But the ones who were granted these miracles had clearly had more faith than other people. Right. So it's like, I thought I had the faith. Yeah. So what does actually having faith mean? If the thing, the thing that I had d- wasn't actually faith, mm-hmm. even though I thought it was enough faith, mm-hmm. what does having enough faith really look and feel like? It doesn't. It's an, it doesn't. Does it not exist? I don't think it does because I was so hurt that Candace died. Like, that crushed me. And I was so mad at God for not healing her. But the part that really just tore my heart out is Mm -hmm. that God wouldn't comfort me. Oh, yeah. God wouldn't let me know, like, I I know you're upset and it's okay. I have a plan, my child. Yeah, I have a plan. I I needed Candace. (laughs) Just just something. I needed needed her upstairs. (laughs) Yeah, something to make me feel like he was there. That would have been such a perfect moment if there was a God who gave two shits about anybody. Yeah. That would have been a perfect moment for him to leave an impression on my heart that would have lasted forever. Yeah. And he didn't. Yeah. So, yeah, Justin, I get it. It fucking sucks. And that was such a huge, horrible moment for me that I haven't had anything even close to that since then. Um, so I don't I don't have, like, those reoccurrences of this jarring um, being upset about being lied to in the heart cell, and um, because you kind of got over it, I did. Yeah, I, I I had to pretty pretty early on be like, I, I can't, I can't trust anything. I can't trust myself as far as faith goes. I can't trust what someone else tells me about their faith. You know, whether or not it's true is what I mean. Right. I, I trust that they believe it, but I can't trust that, that that it's true or right for you or right for me. And so, sadly, I've had to at this point close myself off from all things faith-related, because I don't trust it, and it, it, it burned me so much. Yeah. Um, so maybe that's just a wall that I've built, healthy or not, I don't know, but that's where I'm at. Well, that sounded like that was a big pivotal moment for Justin oh, yeah, when that like happened. Mm-hmm. For you, Shelly, I think you just had a series of things that started to 
to sway yeah. your belief system or yeah. shel- or break your shelf. Yeah. And that was one of them. Yeah. And the whole thing about beer, when you know that Joseph Smith allowed barley drinks and mm-hmm. then your bishop took away your temple recommend for drinking a beer one mm-hmm. or two times a week. Mm-hmm. Like it just was a series of events that yeah. made you go, mm, I don't think so, yep. everybody. Yep. I'm out. Yeah. But it took a while. It, it did. Took, well, probably a couple of years, it right? It sure did. It sure did. Yeah. So I think, Justin, you're... I have to say you're better off. This is my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think um, believing in a God who sits on a throne with a bunch of pawn pieces and moves us around a chessboard at his own whim. Yeah. Um, that God sucks. Imagine yeah. all the suffering in the world. Yeah, I can't believe in a God that answers prayers, period. No, because it seems so—what's um, the word I'm looking for? Um, like throwing— Haphazard, Yeah, maybe? like throwing darts at a dartboard. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, I'm going to help this person over here, but not this person. Oh, it's like a throw the dart. Oh, shit, I got the guy that's looking for his car key, and I totally <laughs> missed the kid that has leukemia. Oh, well, try again tomorrow. Found him. Thanks, Found God. Him. <laughs> yeah. That reminds me of a T-shirt you can purchase on our shop page. T-shirt's coming soon. Is <laughs> it already up? There. Oh, shit. Yeah. Guys, check out our shop page. Yeah, you can go to uh, latterdaylesbian.org slash shop and check out the Found the keys. Thanks, God. <laughs> I need to get one of those. <laughs> so fucking good. I know where you can get one, Shelly. Okay, yeah, I want to get one. <laughs> Thanks mm-hmm. to our partner, Redbubble. Thank you, Redbubble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Well, speaking of getting in touch with us, you can write us a letter mm-hmm. or leave us a voice memo. Just go to our contact page, latterdaylesbian.org slash contact and check out all the ways to get in touch with us on one handy spot. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for this episode. Thanks to everybody for writing in. Abigail and Justin. Thank you guys yes, both so awesome. much. Appreciate that. And stay in touch. Let us know how your lives are continuing. Yeah. We love to hear the feedback. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, until next time, talk to you all later. All right. We'll see you. Bye. Bye. Bye.